It's that time, Jack. Yeah. 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 Welcome to another episode of Men to Health. I am your host, Royal T, and the place to be. Also, I got my homeboy, A.D. A. Dillers in the house. You know what I'm saying? I hope, I hope everybody having a beautiful week. Um, I hope yes, everybody's, I hope everybody having a, a beautiful start, bro, today. How was to your the, week? To the new year. How was mine? How was your week? Yeah. Um, it's all right. I'm, I'm, I feel like I got my, my legs back up under me after going on the two week break from, uh, from work because of the holidays or whatever. You know what I mean? I'm working in the school or whatever. So I felt like, uh, I got caught up, bro, on a lot of stuff that I needed to get caught up on. So heading into the new year, I was already prepared. You know what I'm saying? And having that, having that preparation, you know what I mean? It really, it really helped, man. For real. It, it How really school come along? Huh? School, how's schooling come along? Uh, what, as uh, far as the working aspect or the going aspect? The going aspect. Uh, getting back into the swing. Luck, good thing is uh, coming off a of break. Um, I was in my last week uh, for the class that I was currently in. It was an economics class, whatever, just financial literacy type stuff. And um, I was in my last week of that. So I was able to just, you know, finish out strong, come in already on like a, a full-blown power week. You know what I mean? You always want to end class strong. You go hard regardless, but – when it gets to that last week, you know what I'm saying, you just make sure you put in a little extra effort. You know what I'm saying? So I was able to come in on a power week, you know what I'm saying, get that completed or whatever, starting my next class now. So I only got about nine more to go, bro. That's what's up. Nine more, bro, and I that I had that degree, man. How many classes you take at a time? Just one. Online course, five-week classes. I tried to uh, speed up my – education or whatever but they, they just they don't have a program online you know what i mean to speed minds up to be able to to do like two classes at once so man let me give you a piece of advice and it's for anybody listening to that was given to me by my advisor when i was in school i was trying to do you know speed up things a little bit and i went for a two-year degree it took me three years and she told me flat out like it's not about how long you go is making sure when you go, you fully attentive. And because you work and things like that, uh-huh. if you can be fully attentive taking two classes instead of four, whatever the case may be, and it take you a little longer to finish, it's, it's worth it in the end. I suppose you overload yourself and you don't even have time to keep your mental and stuff like that. And then you wind up letting some classes slip. You got to take them all over again. So you're like, it's just not worth it. It's really it's just not, not worth it. So that's the advice I give to anybody, man. Right. Now, I'm glad what I did, you know? It's that time, Jack. And when I, uh, when I first started, I ain't gonna lie, bro, that's how I was. I had so much on my plate, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't able to give my all, you know what I mean? So I, I kind of like how, I, how I'm moving with it, you know what I'm saying? Because it actually works for me, you know what I mean? And that's, that's for anybody out there listening. If you're doing something that you want to succeed and you make sure you do it in the best fashion for you, which is going to roll right into the topic that I want to talk about today, man. But let's get it before before we before we get into it. You know what I'm saying? It's only right. You know what I'm saying? How was your week, brother? Especially since week. you know, I know the people missed AD last week. AD is in the <laughs> house, people. He's back. You know what I'm saying? He's back. But yeah, bro. How, how was your week, man? How everything going? 
everything going cool, man. You know, I got some individual goals I set for myself as well. You know, um, just trying to stay on par with things. Nothing I've done differently, but just trying to stay even more focused on what I want to focus on from the jump. Right, right, right. You know? And I guess the goal I set for myself is to block out a lot of white noise and a lot of distractions that I allow to become distractions because we only can take on what we allow. Exactly. You know, so, um, you know, that's the main thing. And let me ask you this question, man, before you jump into the topic, this is something I've I've been thinking in my mind. Why do we, why? And it could be a rhetorical question. Why do we, I'm speaking in general, make goals to start the new year. Now, my thoughts, my, my thought process is, is it because that's the easiest target to say, you know what, on January 1st, I'm going to do such and such, such and such. Like, to me, that's more of a mental thing because, hell, if I really want to start a goal, I can start on January 12th if I want to or December the 9th or whatever the case may be. But why do you think people, not even yourself particularly, but why do you think people choose that date and, and have these resolutions that most people don't keep up with in the first place. You know, what's your opinion on that? Well, you said it, you already had hit it halfway when you said um, that's a mindset thing. And that's exactly what it is. It's a mindset thing. So it's how people are looking at that new year. You feel what I mean? They're looking at it as a, as a rebirth. They look at it as a resurrection. So when January 1st rolled around, you know what I mean? by you having that mindset and that perspective of we're leaving that this year being old and this year being new, you set a goal going into that new of how you want to be and who you want to be. And it's, it's funny that you bring that up because that's actually what I paid more attention to this year with myself, just because that's just in human nature um, of living right now, just how we think and how we go about things is with the new year. But we always hit that new year, new me aspect. You know what I'm saying? So I told myself this year, like, it's not even about a new year, new me. Why wait? Because what happens is if you start that on January 1st, that means you are starting the beginning of creating the habits for what it is that you, for what it is that you're trying to do. That means you are beginning to take those steps towards what it is that you want to do, the goal that you want to achieve. But if you actually shift your mindset and not look at the new year, new me, you go ahead and you take the end of that year, or or we could have took the end of last year. I took the end of last year, and I started to prepare myself. That way, when January 1st was to come, when I go new year, new me, you already step into the new year as that person that you want to be. And that was the reason for me dialing back on, like, social media and stuff for 30 days. You know what I mean? I took the entire December away from everything just to focus on myself to get myself condition for who I want to be in this year. You know what I mean? This is the person that you want to be all the time. But like I said, it's all about that mindset and perspective that we look at that old and new. And that's just based off the Roman calendar. But let's face it though, when it's all said and done, now I'm talking about me and you, because we're going to talk about us. Right. In setting goals, and me, you're similar in more ways than none. When setting goals, whatever goal we have set, for the new year, we kicked it in motion, maybe, because I'll, you know, before the pandemic, I always like to plan six months ahead, at least mentally. Right. But the pandemic kind of shortened that 
by a lot. So even still, the stuff it's that you have planned, stuff I got planned for 2022, it's been in motion because it's already in us to do it. We just say, okay, let's do it. Right. So I think a lot of people don't understand that, that whatever you'll go, you say, I, I got this New Year's, New Year's resolution to do X, Y, and Z. It's already in you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times it's more or less like a procrastination of the ultimate goal because you setting a date further ahead when you can really start it sooner rather than later. Right. Because already in you. So, that, you know, I just want to touch on that. But, but right. we can jump but it on makes stuff. sense because that's something that the... That's something that the people need to hear, you know what I mean? That's, that's, that's heavy because a lot of people don't have that perspective, you know what I mean? So when you really develop that perspective of all throughout the year you're setting goals. So what makes you think that this goal that you all of a sudden going to set for January 1st, which is still big because it is still helping you create that challenge in your life to elevate yourself. It's, it's giving you that room for growth, but you can start that growth right now. Today, you can well, let's set face it, goal and get it going. How many times have you hit the ground running on January 1st? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. January 1st, start the mindset, so to speak. Right. Then you put your plan in motion. But really, people like us, the plan been in motion for a minute. And January 1st is more or less like an evaluation, a reevaluation period. Right. Hey, this ain't been done. Now let me jump on this. So it's a continuation, not a new. Right. See what I'm saying? Facts. I hope y'all, so, y'all understanding that. I, I caught that. That's good, and that's exactly yes, how people how how people should look at it. That's a, that's a good way to look at it. You know what I mean? But and then you look at that far as quarterly in the year period. You know what I mean? Three three months, six months, nine months, twelve months. These are quarters. You should always be reevaluating where you are. You know what I mean? Far as goals, far as budget, far as all that. Every quarter. You know what I'm saying? Making sure you take the time to stop and think and see where can you make changes at. Making sure you keeping track of your own data and your own records. See, we pick up all these stats from the basketball players and we can call that stuff off, but can you call your own stats out? How you doing in the game? You feel what I'm saying? And that's just another I mean, angle and another <clears throat> aspect that we can hit that people, just for understanding purposes. You know what I mean? I mean, you're 100% right. And that's why I say, you know, ultimately when it's all said and done, um, people may say, you know what? I want to lose weight it's for 22. That's one of the major things people, you know, make as resolutions or right. whatever. It's not nothing you just say, hmm, I'm going to lose weight today. You you have to gear yourself towards a particular goal and mm-hmm. don't just start on January 1st. It sounds good, you know what I'm saying? But it don't just start. Because a lot of times what happened, man, when people sit back, let's say on December 17th and say, you know what, January 1st, I'm going to start losing weight. So from December 17th to December 31st, what are they doing? Overeating because they feel like they're going to go on mm-hmm. this, this weight loss January 1st. Almost so then you do. It almost, it almost do more. What you say? It does more harm than good. I was just about to say it almost like it does more damage than it does good. And that's what people don't yeah. understand. And, and that's a mindset thing. Like you said, you're getting ready to prepare for something. So what people do is, well, let me go ahead and, and, and smoke as much as I can since I'm finna quit. Let me drink as much as I can since I'm finna quit. That's doing more what's harm the than good. Ever. Huh? Which is the dumbest shit ever. Yeah, but it, exactly. Doing more harm than good. But it's funny right. that you that you bring this up because 
I ain't going to say names, you know what I'm saying, because I, I don't want to do that, but I do want to put this out there because I do feel like it's big because we see it a lot in the world. So I'm 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 scrolling up and down my feed on social media, right? Yep, yep. And uh, I come across a status where somebody says, I'm one of the coldest people out here doing doing this. You feel what I'm saying? I know this person. I'm the I'm one of the coldest people out here doing this, and I have no support. Man, I'm about to just give up. It's crazy to like have it's it's crazy for people to have these talents, but blame other people because they are not chasing their own dreams. You you feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. You see a lot of people nowadays doing that, crying and begging for support, you know what I mean, and, and blaming others for them not succeeding or blaming others because they never got started on their so-called dream or started to uh, head towards getting their so-called goal completed. You feel where I'm, where I'm coming from? People have yep. People got to learn how to develop that mindset that it will allow you and let you chase your dreams. Everybody right. got everybody got their own ability to dream, but everybody don't have the willingness to truly chase their dream. Okay. And Here where I stand on that. Yeah. I I I understand where people who say that are coming from. The reason I say that, because I was one of those people once. Oh when too. I was younger. Um, I had very low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. I didn't get my confidence up until I got maybe like early 20s. And I had low self-esteem for a very long time. I remember like yesterday, man, I was going to Marquette High School, freshman, went to trial for the football team. They had you put down what position you want to trial for. I put quarterback. This dude come up to me, look over at the application, says, you can't play quarterback. Me with a low self-esteem, I scribbled it out, put another position on that because I let this get in the way, but I didn't, I wasn't strong enough mentally to fight that. And I see more and more people who are grown that go through the same thing. And I was lucky and blessed in the same realm that I wind up having people around me such as people I went to high school with, man, that I still communicate with to this day that elevated me. Right. And not, hey, man, you ain't doing nothing, man. We can't hang with you. They elevated me. Shout out to my boy, Javier. He used to always have my back. He would tell me if I ain't doing right. Not saying I was doing wrong in the street, like that wasn't that type of guy. But I was the type of individual was, I would sit at home, do nothing while they working. If I, you know, they come pick me up. I ain't got no money to buy no McDonald's. He had to pay for me. At the way, like, hey, man, if you ain't, if you can't even buy nothing to eat, man, I'm not going to keep picking you up because I'm working for my money. Right. You got to get in the groove because I want you with us. You know what I'm saying? I don't like leaving you at the crib. So things like that, I, I had people around me. And, and these people came into my life, you know, not on accident, 
You know what I'm saying? Right. But if I didn't have that, then, you know, who knows where I would be today? My mother asked me about a month ago, she says, there are certain things in your life, you know, you 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 develop later than earlier. And I take blame for that. I said, it's not your fault. You did the best you could because you were my mother. Mm-hmm. But my father wasn't around. And my cousin, the one I got the barbershop, he was always in prison, who was like a big brother to me. He was he, he was locked up from the time I graduated elementary uh, middle school until I got grown. So I didn't have that male figure to teach me about girls. So of course my confidence was I was real shy talking to girls. Right. Um, I didn't have that male figure to push me in sports. Mm-hmm. Um, just little stuff, man, that would have made me more accelerated than I am right now. And, you know and, what I'm saying? and you just being able to sit here and voice that like becomes important because there's so many men now and boys now that are going through the same thing. I was one of those ones too. You know what I mean? Right. Where there was a lack, you know what I mean? Of a father figure in my life. As far as I'm talking about, even from a, from my uncle, even standpoint, just somebody to take you there in, you, go. you know what I mean? But I was right. around a lot of dudes who had that. So I would just kind of, you know what I mean? fill in where I could so I can just learn what I could and how I can move. And you just create a mixture of what it is. You know what I mean? And that's why I get important about finding yourself. You know what I mean? So I, it's nothing that I, I'm, I'm really like going against anybody about when they come down to chasing your dreams. But then you also have to look at it from this aspect. If you riding down the street in a car, right? And you get a flat tire, boom, there's no support there anymore. Right. But then you'll find some little support because you got a donut in the trunk. So then you put that donut on the car, but then you feel like you understand that that donut is supporting you, but how long is it going to support you? Is it supporting you fully? You know what I mean? Is it the right kind of support that you need? It's not. So what do you do? You have to put the right thing back in there. That's the same way people got to look at their lives and what's going on with them. Who are you surrounding yourself around to even be able to make this kind of statement? Because if you're surrounding yourself around the same people that you've been around all your life that have never supported you then how can you sit here and keep complaining about the same thing when you're not willing to make the change that will bring that support into your life so you continue to hang around what you needed to hang around the people that were going to help you elevate the people that were going to help you actually they around me all right and to take you a step back let's be real to go back to your tire change analogy it is a sad situation i learned more and more not many men know how to change tires. That's the problem. Mm, so not many men know how to go out and find the support that they really need. There you go. Because if you if you have not been, like I, I knew how I knew what support was because my mother did that she could when I was younger to try to get me support. She tried to find me a big brother, the big brothers program. She signed me up for Cub Scouts. She was the Cub Scout leader because she wanted me involved with other guys. But I was a hermit. I was to myself. But the difference is from what I did, only thing I did to take things away from myself was not go seek opportunity, but I wasn't mixing and mingling with those who took away opportunity. Right. Because they knew better. I was comfortable by myself. I didn't need to be around other people. Mm-hmm. But as time progressed, I ele- I was able to be elevated. You know what I'm saying? I'm more talkative now than I've ever. I, I, when I was a kid, man, God, my witness, I didn't even talk at all. Like, I was damn near a mute. I, you know, I wouldn't talk to nobody. 
Right. But now you can't make me shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, because the people that I hung with in high school that, that gravitated to me and I gravitated to them, they were just like me. Right. See, and, and the thing the thing with me, man, is like, I was even explaining this to my lady or whatever. Um, bro, I did so much as a kid, bro, so much as a teenager. Like, I always wanted to be involved. You know what I mean? And now as far as, like, band, you know what I mean? Like, I know how to play, you know what I mean, a number amount of instruments. You know what I mean? far as my creativity i always have been, i've always been into art whether it's uh visual art uh performance art uh creative art digital art i've always been into arts why is that expression got to be I, mm-hmm. I honestly can't even really tell you what it is about it but it's i feel like i feel like art speaks louder than words itself you know what i mean i feel like through art you can truly get your message across versus just saying it out of your mouth I agree. You know what I mean? But then I also like art because what does art do? Art offers multiple perspectives as well. You can go to an art gallery with one picture put on the wall, five people will be staring at that picture, and each one of them will have a different perspective of what that picture means, what that picture is, what is that picture trying to say, what is the message behind it, what was the art they're trying to portray. You feel what I'm saying? Right. So I don't know. It's just always been something about art where I look at, the same way I look at life from a deeper aspect. So I feel like it's a deeper aspect of getting a message across and being able to express yourself. So that could be why, why I'm in there. I won't solely say that because I always discover something new with art that I like about it. But, Let me ask you this. Were you, were you social? To a certain extent. I didn't seek friends. You know what I mean? People just gravitated to me. One thing you had your favor, man, you was a tall dude. Yeah, true story. So not only the fact you were a tall dude, but you also had charisma. You know what I'm saying? You had a personality. Right, right. You were a follower. You know what I mean? And I and I didn't know you did, but I know you now, and I know you're not much different than the now as far as your persona. You know what I'm saying? And if I'm wrong, correct me on that. So people like you are the ones that I was envious of. Because I didn't have that, um, man, let's go over here and just mix and mingle. Like, my buddy would take me to parties. I would just sit there. Like, I didn't even have the will to go and talk to chicks. All the chicks I met when I was younger was because somebody hooked me up. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's how much to myself I was. You know what I mean? So my wife, we got hooked up. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So... That's how deep it went for me. I never, I, you know, that's why I said my cousin was around because he's a social butterfly. He had women up the ass. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Player all around it's the world. Back. And he, and speaking of art, he, he's an artist. He draws his ass off. From he's a rich yeah. That's art. So bro. that's why In a way. I say if he was around, I would be accelerated more than I am right now mm-hmm. at my age. You know what I mean? So I do understand, getting back to the original, people who, you know, if you ain't been, if, if you don't have, you don't have it in you, somebody got to bring it up out of you. But there was a time where I didn't think I had it in me. Mm-hmm. And it took time for me to get up out of me. You know what I'm saying? Time. And, time. you know, but you also have to be receptive to those that want to help you 
But if you don't even know what help is, you can't really say people not trying to help. Facts. Like, let's take you, for instance. You don't have to tell me anything to help me. I look at your example. Like, man, dude, he packed up, moved out of town. He doing, you know, X, Y, and Z. I ain't saying you over there living rich, but guess what? You healthy. You in the gym every day. You know what I'm saying? You got your family there with you. You know what I mean? You living. You ain't behind nobody's bars. Mm-hmm. That's living. That's that's the inspiration. You see what I'm saying? So you did what people, a lot of people would call the impossible. So you don't have to tell me anything. Your example shows. And I look and say, man, T over there doing it. I know you have your days. I know there's some days you be like, man, you know what I'm saying? I don't even know. Because you human. Right, right. But in the end, we have to look at what's around us. Like, no different. We going through something at the crib or at work or whatever. We know who we should call to vent. Not somebody who's going to say, oh, man, leave that bra. Da, 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 da. Right. You, you know who got sense, who's going to talk with sense. They're going to tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So you got to be able to differentiate certain things, man. But, you know, just putting out there, man, you are an inspiration to many. And if people don't see that, man, then they lose them right now. Well, I appreciate that. Because a lot of the times, you know what I mean, we're making the move, uh, not to get off track, I'm going to get back to it, because there are a few uh, tips that I want to give to those that may be struggling when they come down to chasing their dreams or whatever. You know what I mean? I want to give a few tips. You know, we always, men to help, bro. We always... Drop a couple gems for the people, man, to help them, you know what I mean, better themselves in life because that's what it's all about, you know what I mean, building yes, up sir. humanity. But, um, yeah, man, there's so many times, you know what I mean, where I just feel like it's just out of sight, out of mind, you know what I mean? But but being grateful for the mindset that I have, I don't really let it bother me. But there's the moments where it's like, you know what I mean, like that comfort not there because it's just so many different things that you – could do you know what I mean like just being right. able to like shoot come by your house hang around smoke smoke some hookah watch some sports smoke a cigar man, I was you know what I mean about that the other day. man <laughs> hey man I wish I go by the nigga tea house <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know, so it, it be the moment you know what I'm saying but it's it's that dream man you know what I mean yep. to get back on it it's, it's chasing that dream you know what I mean I got an objective at hand man and, and I'm just going for it and de- and one of the main things I developed in my mindset with that is understanding that perfect timing is a myth. You know what I mean? People want to sit back and be- and believe in perfect timing, but they got to understand, you know what I mean? Like waiting around for, for a perfect set of circumstances to appear in your life. Right. You'll be waiting forever, man. You got to be a dream chaser. You got to start chasing them dreams right now. You know what I mean? Stop putting off. Living your dream until tomorrow when we not even guarantee you tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So it's better to start taking those steps right now, whether you have the support or not. You feel what I mean? Oh, most definitely. You know, I mean, when it's all said and done, man, it's just super important to be on your game. <laughs> you know, it's just super important, man. Because if you ain't on your game, I mean, somebody else can knock you off that hill, man. Oh, and, man. you know, want to keep your feet ten toes down like A-Bomb G said. Shout out to the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> New season started Sunday, just so everybody know. You know, no, no, just throw just throw that in there, slide that in there real quick. You know what I mean? <laughs> also, take the time to uh, right, shout out to 
to True to You, be sure to visit that website, www.truenumber2you2.com to get a little bit more information on uh, wellness, holistic health, um, get you a nice consultation in. You know what I mean? That's especially for people who are trying to head towards getting, you know, hitting their goals and chasing their dreams. You know what I mean? Let me... Let me help you out. Let me help get you started. You know what I mean? Also, we take the time to shout out Debonair Shisha. You know what I mean? B-O-N-A-I-R underscore S-H-I-S-H-A. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hookah connoisseur. You know what I mean? I know my boy, uh, Justin Reyes. Shout out Justin Reyes. He out there doing his thing with the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Yes, but if, you, if you got some stuff out there, you won't, you know, market it off. You need some promotion, something like that. Holla at my boy Debonair Shisha, you know what I mean? Get you right, hook you up. And and, and and going along with stuff like that, I can remember when we when we had a conversation, you know what I mean? Especially when it come down to like true to you and it come down to like Debonair Shisha and stuff. You know what I mean? That's another thing when it come down to chasing dreams. Actions make dreams come true. You know what I mean? This is sometimes where where the dreamers often get stuck. You know what I mean? It's it's that taking that the action part. Uh a dream a dream might seem like something that you, you want to hold on to. You know what I mean? You want to take it with you throughout every aspect of your life, but you really got to understand that, like, dreams are great to have, but living them is the game changer. You know what I mean? Realistic Having, dreams, too, man. Huh? Realistic dreams, too. Realistic dreams. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to be able to fly. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't talking about when you, you, you go to sleep in a dream and, and you had like all kind of hundred dollar bills falling down on you and women dancing all around you and, and big, you know what I'm saying? Like that can possibly be a dream, but you got to get to a certain aspect in life for that to even be an option for a dream. You know what I mean? But I will never stop anybody from saying dream as big as you want to. You know what I mean? I got dreams too. You know what I mean? I got big dreams. You know what I mean? Places I want to be featured, stages I want to get on and talk on. You know what I mean? It's a lot of stuff I want to do. So I never tell anybody to limit their dream. So understand exactly where we come from when we're telling you just have a realistic dream. Like AD just said. You know what I'm saying? Like I want to fly one day. Come on, man. There you go. Unless I dreamed last night, man. I dunked on Michael Jordan. That never happened. That uh-huh. Real talk. <laughs> time, Listen, and, and, and with understanding that that had never happened, you also have to have the understanding that what? Obstacles will appear. No doubt. Don't think that road is going to be easy. I read something the other day that said that, like, the road is so bumpy because it's hard. You know what I mean? It's, it's a challenge. So that's why a lot of people take the other road. They take the shortcut. Well, the smooth MP. ride. No, man, I want that bumpy road. Because with them challenges and those obstacles that come in your path, are those are things that's going to help you grow. Those are things that are going to help you elevate. It's like MJG say, man, life seems hard, but it's fair. Always. And that's just a life balance. That's just having, that's just having that understanding that in balance, there's, and in life, there's balance. You know what I'm saying? What makes it you is. think you're going to get so much good, but there's so much bad that's not going to come too? But you just got to right. understand how to remain calm under pressure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The way Bennett did last night in that Georgia-Bama game. But you got to learn how to remain calm under pressure. Because remaining calm under pressure, you know what I mean, helps you have a clear mind when those obstacles and those challenges appear. And you're able to problem solve a little bit better. You know what I mean? But they say, never let them see you sweat. Never let them see you sweat. You know what I'm saying? There you go. 
And that rolls me into there is no fast and there is no easy. Like I just talked about with that roll. You take that shortcut. You got to understand there's always a problem that come through, too, with that shortcut. There is no fast and there is no easy, especially when you're chasing your dream. So it's for you to, to run into these situations where you feel like you're not having no support. It's for you to run into these situations where you feel like you lacking the resources to do exactly what it is that you need to do. There is no fast and easy. You got to work for it. You got to. You got to build up on it. You got to chase that dream. Go ahead, bro. You know, it's funny you said that because I was telling my daughter two weeks ago, we was having a conversation just about life goals and stuff. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, not everything that's easy is the best way to go. Come on now. It's a lot of time when you deal with things and it may it's seem time, Jack. You know, time difficult time. or troublesome. You feel more accomplished when you conquer that then you conquered something on the easy street mm-hmm. because at that point you're battle tested when you hit that roadblock again that same scenario or situation you know how to overcome that because you dealt with it before and you also have an understanding of okay I've been through stuff before uh-huh. and I came out on top as opposed to always people doing things for you or you take the easy route or whatever and uh-huh. it's Easy, and I told her this too. The more seasoned you get, some hard stuff will become easy. So uh-huh. easy and hard is not the same to everybody. Mm-hmm. So that's just something that, that goes with time. And I said, when I, when I was younger, like I said earlier, and I didn't talk much, but I listened a lot. Yeah, right. So I knew what to do, what not to do, as far as trouble, whatever the case may be. So you, this stuff, Lingers in the back of your mind. Something I learned in school psychology about short-term memory, long-term memory. Something lingers in your long-term memory. It's lingers in your long-term memory. Then something triggers it. When you encounter something, you say, man, I do remember hearing about this, this, this. Man, let me make that right-hand turn because I don't want to go into that. Right. So just to piggyback off what you were saying, I was just having that conversation, man, because you look at certain trials and tribulations that you've encountered in your life, that prepared you for the jump you made to AZ. Facts. If you didn't encounter certain trials, tribulations that, that may have pissed you off, whatever the case may be, even things, whether it's relationship-wise or whatever, these are the type of things that you've overcome to get things to where they are right now, and it's only going to get better. All right. You know, bottom line. Yeah, and, and, and the biggest one, bro, like the biggest tip that I can possibly give anybody when, I, when, when we're discussing and we're talking about chasing your dream is this understanding right here, bro. It's your dream. Like, just say that out loud. It's your dream. It's your responsibility for you to make your dream happen. Not only, not only for your benefit, but but also for the world. You know what I mean? That's that's around you. Like when we're living our at our full purpose and we're given our full potential, that's the, the greatest gift that we can give to humanity. That's the greatest gift that we can give to life. Nobody will ever be as passionate about your dream as you. Because nine times out of ten, the people that you expect to be passionate about your dream, they got dreams of their own. And they probably are already in the mindset of, I'm going to focus on me. So what makes you think I got a lot of time to focus on you? But what we can do is create a support group or we can be there for one another to make sure that me and you both continue to chase our dream. True to you. That's what it's all about. Accountability, man. 
being and you know that? being that person for people to to assist them in chasing their dream. Why? Because I'm never done chasing mine. So hop on this journey with me. It's like the Wizard of Oz. You're gonna find people along the way, and they just got to be willing to go on the journey with you. But everybody needs something different. But as long as we take the skills that we do have and we put them together, we can skip down this yellow brick road and we can get to the whiz. And the whiz is the dream. The whiz is the goal. The whiz is the big thing. We all going to win once we get there. My bad, bro. And that me of, I was watching Hard Knocks. That's been coming on about the Colts. And Darius Leonard said, to go back to what you were saying about, you know, being yourself, mm-hmm. he told them one day, um, they doing a conference call with the defensive coordinator talking about how they had a bad practice. He said, Coach, let me take this over. He said, guys, you guys, we all got to do better. He said, what it boiled down to is, man, I need y'all. And when I say I need y'all, I don't need you to do no more than what you are. I just want you to be you. Just be you and we good. As long as you, you, we good. I don't want you to be nothing mm-hmm. extra because I appreciate you for who you are. Just be you. If you be you, we good. All all of us. Just be ourselves. Don't be less than ourselves because we will not win. Not only in the game, but in life. Just be you Just and be we you. will all win together. Facts, bro. Facts. That was right there. And that's, that's what it come down to it, man. When you looking at Whatever goal that you're trying to get to in life, whatever dream that you're chasing in life, be you. Don't expect for somebody else to be you for you. You got to be you. The future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. Right. Eleanor Roosevelt, for those that may not know Eleanor Roosevelt. But let me ask you a question now. What's your motive for chasing your dreams? Um, self gratification. Abos, I felt that. Not other people saying, "Hey, man," because I ain't gonna lie to you. I do like being told "good job" or whatever the case may be. We um, need, but but we need that sometimes. Yeah, and that's part of you know me having a low self esteem way back when. Like that was something I always enjoyed. Mm-hmm. But self gratification, man, because I'm still proving to myself that I can do it. Facts. See, you know, early on when I was coming out of that shell, it was about proving others wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't care about others no more. It's about self-gratification. I want to get this type of car because that's what I want. Not because so-and-so can say, hey, man, great job. Because, see, the problem is people, too many people want self-gratification. These are the ones that's posting on social media, your new car, your new house. You vacationing in, you know, Bahamas or wherever the case may be. Like, I don't need that. I know I'm good doing things my way, seeking success the way I know how. And with that being said, I make sure that I interact with people that can help me elevate to that level. So that's the that's why I check, you know, that's the 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 gasoline. For me, chasing certain goals, just self-gratification, proving to myself. Me going to school, I graduated while going through major depression. You know what I'm saying? Right. I proved that to myself, that I can do it. That's right. a hurdle. 
If I did that, I could do anything. Work a full-time job and then graduate college while still going through depression. So self-gratification, man. I mean, that's that's just the only way I could put it, man. And honestly, I don't know what to call it for me, bro, but for me, it's just one of those, it's one of those things and just I feel like I got a I got something to prove to myself. I know what it is for you. You probably don't know it yet. Hold up. Hold it, hold it. I'm gonna ask you for it, but for me, I, like I said, I feel like it's it's just something I gotta prove uh, to myself. I'm one of those people, bro, that when people, uh, you know, do show me respect and show me love for for what it is that I'm doing and and how far I've come, my response is always, "Man, I'm trying." You know, what I mean, and my homeboy, shout outs to Tune Corleone. My homeboy told me, you know what I'm saying? He told me straight up, like, bro, stop saying I'm trying because you're doing it. But for me, I just still don't feel like I'm doing it. I still feel like I'm trying. So I'm chasing that feeling of I'm doing it, and that's what keeps me going. Mm. That's my that's my gasoline. I still don't feel like I'm doing enough. I still don't feel like I'm doing anything. That's why when you just said what you said earlier, as me being the inspiration and stuff, that's why I'm like, I need to hear that. Because I don't see that. I still feel like I'm not doing enough to touch somebody's life. I'm not doing enough to motivate somebody. I'm not doing enough to inspire somebody. So that's why I'm trying to do more. So that people can see that it's possible. You know what I mean? We see so many... um, Instagram celebrities and models and Facebook celebrities and models and all that, that in the world we live in today, you don't know if it's surgery. You don't know if it's filters. You don't know if it's an illusion. You don't know what it is. So just for the people that know me, just for the people that's around me, I just want to be living proof to them that it's possible that it really, you really can do this. If you just put your mind to it, take care of your holistic health and go after it, chase your dreams, be that dream chaser. But go ahead. But when it's done, when you reach a certain, and I touched on this in one of our podcasts maybe about a year or so ago, when I was talking about that book I read by Fifty Cent. Yep, yep. Hustle and hustle smarter, or whatever. The whole, the art to hustling, man, is setting goals, and that's what he said. Okay, like take us for instance. One of the goals you set. Okay, I want to graduate college. Boom. You hustle and graduate this college, man. Then you, the next goal set. Okay, I want to do this. Boom. Once you reach there, you're going to reach somebody. So the work is never done. Right. And when you sit back and you say you want to touch people and stuff like that, let me tell you something, man. If I put you in a room right now with 100 individuals and you touch all 100, you still won't be satisfied because you know you could do more. So you can't shortchange yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's the hunger that keeps you going. Your work is never done. The most successful people out here, man, work is never done. They don't just, oh, man, I'm rich. I done donated X amount of dollars, so I'm good. They keep on doing it uh-huh. till they way and their legacy has been written. It's that time, Jack. Because that's become a lifestyle for them. You know what I'm saying? Right. So one of the things I was going to say, as to what I think your, your, your drive is, is first of all, adversity that of the hand you was dealt, that's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, when I say adversity, I mean as far as how you came up. 
not nothing with your, your mom and like that. I'm just saying living in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, seeing a lot of things, um, people that you interact with, done some things, pay price for some things. You were looked at as your next mm-hmm. trying to prove I'm not, I'm not that. Which was the main reason to get up out of Dodge and go to AZ. Right. You know what I'm saying? So when it's all said and done, to me, when I look at you, that's what I see as your drive. Because you've had a lot of naysayers that felt like you're just like the rest. But me knowing you, you're a unique individual. You're not like the rest. You're yourself. You knew that. Always, and, bro. And the problem is we be looped sometimes with, with, with situations that is not our fault and out of our control. And we're wind up playing damage control on some stuff that we didn't even damage. Such as our reputation, our name, things like that. Like that's the stuff you've been through. That was not self-inflicted. Right, right, right. So that's a drive by itself because guess what? When you pop up out, out the out the hole, like the grass, like the um the groundhog, you 35 steps ahead than where you were way back when. People probably think to this day, oh, he down at AZ, he ain't doing nothing, he doing the same old yada 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 yada. But they don't have to know. Man, Your come on now. Dictate that. Come on you now. You see what I'm saying? That's the bottom line. That's why so it's that, inked. Yeah. That's why it's inked on my arm, man. It's my life, my gamble. I'm the only one who can play these cards I was dealt. Can't nobody play this hand for me. Right. Just facts. And um that's just like the the quick message I got for our family before we start to wrap this thing up. You know what I mean? While while there is no guarantee of success or there's no guarantee of when you might arrive at it. You know what I mean? You'll never know what, what living your dream feels like unless you put your shoes on. You know what I'm saying? And you got to get yourself ready and you got to start chasing them. You know what I mean? If you, don't start, if you don't start a journey, you can't finish one. Let that sink in. You know what I'm saying? If you don't start a journey, then you can't finish one. So take the time out to just start visualizing what the end of the finish line looks like. And manifest the outcome. You underdig me, man. Yeah, I feel one percent. You got you got something you want to lay on the folks before we before we take them home, man. I do, man. I do. We're gonna lighten up the mood a little bit, man. I was looking online the other day, and I seen this crib that's for sale. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just sent you the link so you can see it for yourself. This place is called the One, and it's in Bel Air. This place is going for 295 million duleros. Let me tell you something, man. A house is worth 295 million dollars. If I had a, a billion dollars, I wouldn't want that 295 million dollar house. It's a nice pad. It's a nice hey. And it's called the one. But I'm gonna tell you something, man. The one mega mansion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I so the place is in for um it's about to be they trying to resell it and it probably won't get sold for the two ninety five so it'll go to auction. Okay. 
when I looked at this crib, man, I'm going to tell you something. They got a four-lane bowling alley, a theater that holds about 50 people. I mean, it got everything. A, a full-blown beauty salon in the basement. 105,000 square feet, 21 bedrooms, 42 full and seven-half bathrooms. 3.8 acres is the lot size. Jeez. So now let me ask you this. You're no mathematician, neither am I. Mm. I always said to own big properties. Let's say a property that costs $900,000. Let's take this for $295 million. How much upkeep per month do you think it would take? And we're talking about the land too, the, the acres and all that. Is, you know, what would have to be your net worth to even thinking about buying something like that? Jeff Bezos. But, but I mean, but that's my point. Only a few people can even touch it. That's what, no, that's what your net worth would have to say. It wouldn't even have to be numbers. Your net worth just got to say Jeff Bezos, like just to let them know your figures is up there. And if, once again, like I was thinking about, I don't know if you've seen some years back when Evander Holyfield had that mansion down there last. And they wanted to go into foreclosure. And I'm just like, man, it was a nice crib. And that was, you know, a couple acres. I'm like, man, people don't understand when you buy these big properties, the upkeep alone. Because here's the deal. Your woman ain't running around doing the cleaning. You're going to hire a housekeeper. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of property. Or some housekeepers. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You got that much house housekeepers <laughs> right right for the fact lawn crew trimming the hedges you know personal chef you know you're not gonna be in there busting pots and pans mm-hmm. if you got that kind of money to live like that you're gonna hire a personal chef you know just things like that as well as you know day-to-day maintenance something go wrong garage uh engine break or whatever you know what i mean motor break or whatever like on a $295 million house. And the house was just built not too long ago, so it's very modern. Mm-hmm. Man, that's not cheap to keep that thing up, man. No, it ain't cheap. And that's the type of stuff you got to uh, realize. Even when uh, when we're making these decisions to go out here and buy these cars and stuff like that, it's the same thing. You always got to think about the, the backside of it, too, the upkeep. And look at your life in the same way, you know what I'm saying? The upkeep on your life. So that's equivalent to wearing Givenchy, where the hell that shit called, clothes, but catching the bus. Come on now. Or or being in videos and all that with stacks of money all up on your ear and all that kind of stuff, but you still laying, sleeping at your mama house. Right. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Exactly. What's the upkeep on your life? Do you got your priorities in check? But that's another conversation. You know what I'm saying? I am your host, Royalty. And we glad and to have Troy, you back with us this week, brother. That's who. Go yeah. ahead, man. I'm gonna let you do your thing. Your boy AD, aka Deli in the house. You know what I'm saying? Glad to be back in the fold. Always, man. As always, I let y'all know. Visit that website. That's www.true number two you number two dot com for your wellness needs. Set up a consultation. Hey, come holler at your boy. Let me let me head you in the right direction. Get you going. You know what I mean? Also. For my for my hookah, for my cigars, for my for my products, anything, you know what I mean? Hit my boy Deb in there, she shell for that promotion. 
You know what I mean? Let him go ahead and, and test it out. I'm telling you, he'll give you the good reviews back. He'll let you know the real, let you know the truth. You know what I mean? If it's no right, doubt. you know what I mean? If you need, you know what I mean, cut back on that tobacco a little bit up in there. If you need to sweeten it up a little bit, man, just, just holler at my boy, man. Get, get one of those good reviews, a hookah connoisseur. You know what I mean? But as we take you take y'all home, y'all know we just want to let y'all know it's peace. <laughs> Positive energy always creates elevation. Peace. Love and prosperity. And until next time, out. <laughs>